Hey, good news. We're doing round two of Comedy Fantasy Camp. I'll be there. Jay Leno's coming back. John Lovitz, Caroline Ray, Trevor Wallace, and many, many more. February 29 through March the 3rd. And this time, we're all getting down at the world-famous Comedy Store. This will sell out as the last one did. Get your tickets now. Go to ComedyFantasyCamp.com for more information or give them a call. 888 762 2263. Join Adam Carolla and Jay Leno for Comedy Fantasy Camp Part 2. Call 888-762-2263. 888-762-2263 or visit ComedyFantasyCamp.com. Oh, that's just me, Perez Hilton. <sighs> Drinking all the tea that goes on in this world. And with the way social media is, I just can't get enough. I'm obsessed. It's like every day something new and scandalous comes out and I want it all. I'm the OG of entertainment gossip and if you are like me and have an unrelenting thirst for all the drama that's flying around, you should listen to my podcast, The Perez Hilton Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on. All right, so a continued discussion on John McKay. And since we can't find the clip, which exists somewhere, because I've seen it on TV, uh... But I get it. I, I have I have the uh, the quote. Now, John McKay was a coach for the uh, USC Trojans, four national championships. I did a little dive on him. Crazy. Uh, despite that, never made over a hundred grand. Didn't make a hundred grand. They didn't pay coaches right. back then. You know. Right. Um, so he went to Tampa Bay, where he's getting like two fifty. It was a big pay big, job. Big money in them days. Yeah, so he he went there, and then Tampa Bay was an expansion team, and Tampa Bay sucked, and that was the problem. But he was a kind of Bob Euchre thing, uh, styled guy, made mm-hmm. jokes, mm-hmm. and um, would end up on The Tonight Show and stuff, you know, because oh, right. he was a big local hero, and right. he was a national coach, and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, and again, that was a big deal back then, to be on The Tonight he'd Show. He'd go up there, and he, he would tell jokes, yeah. you know? Um, so... Now, what does this have to do with Whoopi Goldberg and journalists and everyone at CNN and MSNBC who goes, oh, Trump said to inject bleach, and he, he said there were good people on both sides, which I, every time I repeat it, I don't even know what that means. He's saying both sides, and he likes Antifa as well as white supremacists. Just, just in repeating it, you should know what he's saying. He didn't say – he says he loves white supremacy. He says good people on both sides. It's still misinterpreted, but – he would be then endorsing a radical faction on the other side as well. The, 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 the mere fact that you use that is an excuse. You know, I mean, it would be like it would be like if you said, uh, oh, boy, Adam, he really he really hates the Jews. And then I said, yeah, well, good people on both sides. <laughs> like, what? That doesn't sound like I hate the Jews. It sounds like something. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like that. Right. It's right in the sentence. Yeah. Anyway. It's willful misinterpretation of stuff, which is, I guess, 
the opposite of journalism. You would hope. No, I wouldn't hope. It is the opposite mm. of journalism. You misinterpreting things. You know what I mean? Is the opposite of journalism. I, I agree, but I guess the hopeful part is they're doing it constantly. So it's well, they're not journalists anymore okay. at this at this point. They're not interpreting. Yeah. I mean, there's just a certain amount of journalism they're not that even has reporting. to be. Right. So, you know, and so this is Whoopi Goldberg and everyone on the <laughs> left who thinks Trump announced he wants to be a dictator. Now, people are getting crazy on the right, too. You know, I, let me finish. What, go ahead. First things first. If, in fact, he does want to be a dictator, he would never announce it. Hmm. That's number one. Yeah. People need to understand that little piece of human right. psychology. He would never right. announce before an election where people are accusing him of wanting to become a dictator, that he was going to become a dictator. Yeah. That, that would be patently insane. That by anyone who has any kind of business savvy whatsoever. Well, it reminds be, me of when he said I could kill, walk down Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and people wouldn't care. He's going to shoot somebody on Fifth or Avenue. Or grab him by the yeah. pussy. Yeah. You know, he, that's, he's he's yeah. joking about him attack, sexual assaulting women. I, again, it's it's the lack of end of journalism. They don't They don't think... It's funny how that one's gone away. Yeah, they don't completely. think that's what he said. But um, so going to be – and then the misinterpretation of it. Uh, so I was hearkening back to a John McKay quote because he made a lot of funny jokes as a football coach. And he would do them in these inter- post-game interviews and that that kind of stuff. And for some reason, maybe the internet took this one down like like the internet took down – Deacon Jones saying, I find you go upside a man or a woman's head. They tend to blink their eye. (laughs) I like that they have one eye. (laughs) Anyway, the NFL Network got rid of that. Mm. They cleaned it up because I complained about it enough on the radio that they went, oh, yeah, that's probably not a good look. The Deacon. The deacon of the church going going upside a woman's head. Comically, when asked how he got by strong side tackles, not not human behavior right. in, in general. Right. You know what I mean? Just it was only about his play on the football field, but uh-huh. he included women. Okay. John McKay, after a bad loss, and they went their first season uh expansion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their first season. They went um, 0 and 14 or 16. I'm trying to think if they even played 16 games back in 1976, mm. whatever it was. And Emmy, if you can't find it, you can stop looking. I they, maybe they got rid of it. Maybe the NFL Network got rid of it. So Whoopi, John McKay was asked about his about the execution of his off offense. And he said, I'm all for it. <laughs> so funny. he joked about killing his offense. Yes. He's going to kill them. He said he it. He said he wanted them executed. He wants it. He wants that. That's who this man is. Okay. Well, that's if Whoopi were to be consistent, yes. then that's what she would have to say about John McKay. I, I actually am fearful that she might have said something like that, you know? I am saying when he said that in 1976, everyone laughed and no journalist interpreted it as anything other than hyperbole and a joke. Yeah, of course. Right. And when when Trump said he was going to be dictator for first 
day one and only for one day and uh, close the border and start drilling. Uh, and then he would not be a dictator after those two decrees. Um, that's the most e- that's as easy to interpret as John McKay talking about executing his offense. Well, just think about it this way. How can you be a dictator for just one day and actually be a dictator? Like that that's you know she I mean? left the di- she left the just one day part yeah. out and ran with the from day one. I see. That's I how see. you do it. I see. So willful misinterpretation of what people say Got it. is a weird fucking place to be in from a journalistic standpoint. And then the question comes down it to is Whoopi know what she must know what she's doing. Or they're hysterical. Well, there's A lot that. of people are hysterical right now, and they really believe these screwball things. Do you have the quote? Or and who asked him then? Like, it doesn't say to presser after a Cincinnati game or no, anything. I just, I just keep seeing it as a quote from Brian McKay. But I think you might be onto something with getting him taken down because Brian Kelly, Notre Dame coach, tried it about three years ago, and he got ripped apart for it. And he really? defended himself by saying it's a John McKay quote. Wow. What do you think your team's execution? Uh, uh, sorry, John McKay, what did, I uh, guess. Hey, coach. Sorry. Um, what did you think your team's execution? I'm in favor of it. But I don't know did works there. Because it's a past tense. It's not, it didn't flow quite right. Like, what do you think? Of your do, team's yeah. execution. Yeah. I'm in, I'm it, in it's, favor. It's also of it. grammatically wrong teams without a... Right. But look, you get it. He made a joke. His team should be executed. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, it wasn't offense. It was just team. Hmm. Um, all right. Maybe it was. So, so that, may, somebody, that may be a misreport. I, it knows. could be. So somebody made a joke three years ago, and they got into him. Yeah. That's funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. No wonder comedians have been so scared lately. It's an interesting topic, though. So do you have – did he did he do an oppressor, or what did uh, Notre Dame's coach – funny that's so, Notre Dame. Yeah, Brian Kelly did it in an oppressor, but here's his response to uh, them calling him out on it. What are they saying? They're calling him out. <laughs> there was a, a lot of uh, tweets say he was being insensitive uh-huh. to his own team. Okay. Insensitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God, a football coach. Oh, it's an old John McKay quote. I was kidding. It was tongue-in-cheek. It wasn't funny. It's, a, it's, an, old, it's an old John McKay quote that he used after the game. Um, so I was, I was talking and, and you know – Making a joke about it, why it was taken serious? Are you people crazy? I'm sure. Not everyone knows us like knows yeah. you like we do, Brian. Oh, it's a John McKay <laughs> quote that he used after a game. I was stealing one of his old quotes and being funny. I guess nobody likes to be funny anymore. So yeah, sure. if you want to, you know, take me to town on that, please do. I'd have to look. We have to really – we need much more of that pushing back hard, but really well, hard. Well, nobody is actually offended. That This is the problem. Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> doesn't think Trump said that, and nobody's actually offended, and there's no teams – no teammates that well, fear for their lives because oh. he ordered their execution. Well, so what – let's ask young people. I mean, do you think anybody was actually offended? 
In my honest opinion, no one's offended by that. It's right, just a good, joke. Good. They, they, no one is offended. No, no one's, one's offended, offended by just check. No one's offended about three quarters of the stuff they I, say. I know. It's I just, just worry. an opportunity I, for them to bitch. Yeah. Which is the scary part because yeah. it's like, Whoopi, you don't believe this. It's just an opportunity for you to say <laughs> the gays are going to get rounded up. It's weird, Joe. It, it is a weird time. All right. But. What is the only thing that'll solve it? Mockery. Mockery. But it, it, they did the same thing with uh, COVID, by the way. Same hyperbole, same nonsense. Still going on. Oh, man. Yeah. Have you seen that Fauci mashup? That's excellent. Which there have a few. That's <laughs> the lab origin one. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot number of them out there, you know, disavowing. I don't know what you're talking about. And then, yeah, six feet distance. Whenever I make fun of him, everyone just says, oh, some uh, uh, D minus high school student. I'm, I'm like, that's the yeah. point. He can make fun of him as a D minus high school student. No, what I'm what I'm saying is, is hey, bitch, what I get wrong? Right. Where's my mock up reel? Right. I was on a microphone. When when COVID became a thing, and I was on a microphone every single day, COVID was something, and I was on a microphone before it and after it, and I spoke into a microphone every single time all the way through COVID. So, bitch, put together my fuck-up reel, and I was sandwiched between Brian and Gina, who are both all in on COVID, so I wasn't... You know, I was trying to be sort of mindful yeah. about, you know, where they came from yeah, and yeah. what they were doing and what pre-existing conditions and things. Did of, you, of that did, did you break it out more here with you? Yeah. Yeah. Because Brian and Gina were deep into COVID. Yeah. But the point is they've got more explicit stuff on this series where they could look at what you were saying. I don't remember you being wrong about anything. No, because I wasn't. People, <laughs> listen. I I had a sent a tweet out that got five million views, calling everyone pussies and whatever. Believe me, there's enough people out there who would like to put some quotes under what I said, but there's nothing there. And by the way, the six foot distancing thing. There's a mashup on that that's equally as good. But go ahead on this one. All right, hold on. We'll play this. This is awesome. First, I want to say about Shopify. Drew and I, well, we make a hell of a team, the perfect duo. But. Uh, how about growing your business, huh? Well, that's you and Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell every stage of your business. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, it's all Shopify. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. It has you covered. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. That's a lot. And... The global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, they're there with all the big international companies. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify can take your business to the next level. Businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, right, Emmy? That's right. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Drew. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Drew now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Drew. You know, you watch this vid, they do cut it up uh, quite a bit, and I don't know if it's um, cooked or manipulated. And I was kind of looking at it, going, well, I guess you could chop that and put that there like Mm -hmm. they did with the RFK video, like CNN did the other week. Mm. But I was thinking about it. I was like, I remember the whole lab leak versus pangolin wet market theory and i never heard one fucking word out of fauci saying 
even being agnostic. Like we don't know where this came from. I never heard a word from uh, Rochelle Walensky, any H O. Let's see the uh, health H O F HHS. No, uh, the international one with the oh, the World Health Organization. The WHO. Yeah, WHO. I don't remember a word. I don't have anyone on CNN. Like, I didn't fucking word about anybody. All I do remember when Jon Stewart went on Colbert's show and said, hey, it looks like it came to the lab. And Colbert was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and uh, Fauci said, uh, why, uh, Rand Paul asked him, why didn't you address this at some point? And he goes, I just thought it was another shiny object that people were focused on that's going to go away quickly. You know, and I, I actually dug in deep to some of this stuff. But go ahead. Let's hear the. All right. If it may have been a lab, may have been nature, we're supposed to look forward. Then why did Dr. Fauci work so hard for just one of those theories? What do you say to that? I'm almost have to laugh at that, Neil. I mean, that's totally bizarre. First of all. I wasn't leaning totally strongly one way or the other. I wasn't leaning totally strongly one way or the other. Flashback. What I do feel strongly about is that this was a spillover from an animal species to a human. Strongly suggesting that, in fact, it was a natural occurrence. Very strongly. Strongly indicating that it was a natural spillover. Strongly points to this being a natural occurrence. Pointing much more strongly Pretty strong. towards a natural occurrence. Very, very strongly. Strongly favors a natural occurrence. I wasn't leaning totally strongly one way or the other. <laughs> it's very, very strongly leaning towards this could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated. I lied and lied. There's a distinct anti-science flavor to this. Ugh. So anyway, That's shame sure. on you, Drew, because I was early money on Fauci being compromised. I said it into this goddamn microphone. Yes, the that, second that, I heard that, it. That, I got the Fauci story wrong most of the way because i kept expecting I don't know him if it's most of the way because i eventually came around to yes your, but but i i was expecting him to revert i kept expecting him to go back to being a yeah so listen uh everybody it's easy how do you how do you how's my batting average as high as it is <laughs> so it's easy everyone listen you, to me it's you easy. just go Oh, so you just saw something out of the Associated Press that said that plagiarism is the new attack for black, you know, for racism or whatever. And you're like, oh, so the Associated Press is, is no good. When you, when you start in on like, oh, the AP, okay, AP is corrupted. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. They showed their hand. Fauci went and got grilled by Jim Jordan or whoever it was, Rand Paul, and fought back about, you know, didn't have any opinions on on outdoor mass protests for uh, BLM. And I was like, okay, he's compromised. Now, he's not compromised about BLM. He's compromised. Do you see what I'm saying? You did. In, and in, you, in you, its totality, yeah, you, you he's went compromised. There because, I well, did not. Well, yeah. But because here's the deal, Drew. Yeah. It's not like anyone is down with BLM and thinks this thing escaped from a Chinese lab. Uh-uh. They're all on the same page. Mm. Here's the page. They're on. They're down with the BLM cause. They believe this thing escaped a wet market, not, not a lab, not a bio lab. They believe that masks work. They believe that the six-foot distance works. They believe that va- natural immunity isn't what it, what it could be. But, uh, they, they believe that the shot, when you get vaccinated, then you can't spread it and you can't get it. 
they magically all land on the same page. And that same group, uh, they believe Derek Chauvin is a murderer and Kyle Rittenhouse is a murderer and the Hunter Biden laptop is Russian collusion, right? So when you say, I'm, I'm down with BLM, you're saying you're globally compromised because you can never get off that plantation. You, mm. you're, there, nobody on that left side had any nuance at all. You didn't hear it quite. You didn't hear anyone go, well, I think masks work, but I don't know about this six-foot distance thing. Right. Or I think this mask work, but I also think hydroxychloroquine and zinc would work. You know, be if I, they, they, oh, I, I think masks work, but hey, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, that was self-defense. Come on, people. Nope. Yeah. All or nothing. Yeah, They're which was all so weird. in or nothing. But, it didn't have to do with COVID. It could do with... Kyle Rittenhouse doesn't have anything to do with COVID. But it's weird. But they all, and neither is Hunter Biden's laptop. I guarantee. But they all went in. And so when Fauci went in on Black Lives Matter, I was like, well, now he's in globally. Because I guarantee you he didn't believe all that stuff about COVID. Right. I guarantee you. No, not neither does neither does whoever's hosting MSNBC about whatever the fuck they're talking what about. What the fuck are they doing? I don't know what they're doing. They're trying to get paid because they're mediocre talents. Oof. So, Ugh. now, I then heard him say that, and I said he's compromised. He's not compromised about gatherings. He's compromised globally. Yeah, you did. You did right away. And I, I didn't get that. I, and I, you know, bad on me. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you about our friend Jordan Harbinger. You're about to hear a preview of The Jordan Harbinger Show with the investigator who solved a serial killer case that had gone cold for decades. There was a definite spike in serial predator crime in the 1970s. Joe D'Angelo was a full-time law enforcement officer. He's breaking into houses in the middle of the night, raping women or girls that are home alone that he's binding up and sexually assaulting. He ended up committing 50 of these attacks in Northern California between 1976 and 1979 and just disappeared. The last thing I did in my career before I retired was I drove up and parked in front of his house. I didn't know he was a Golden State killer, but I debated, should I just go knock on his door? This was such a brazen, brutal predator. He absolutely had to be caught. To learn more about how Paul Holes puts himself inside the minds of serial killers, check out episode 725 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. Yeah, so... People, if you'd like to know where people are at, you don't need to see the entire poo-poo platter. <laughs> <laughs> That's so odd to me. You just need to sample that, one little morsel I, and you'll I, you know, know how the bakery I is. I got to tell you something. If you had explained that in that way back when we were talking originally about him having been compromised, I would have pushed back on you rather hard. Mm -hmm. I was like, what are you talking about? Come on. He's, 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 for whatever reason, he doesn't want to... This particular issue, the BLM, he's, yeah, okay, and he's compromising his ideas about COVID, and it's showing how arbitrary his COVID ideas are. I would not have signed on to the whole story, the whole team approach. But now, there's sort of no denying it, and it's weird. It's weird. With Fauci, especially. With, Everything, but with, especially with Fauci. But Fauci, I, I have an understanding now of what he was doing, I think. He, he was from an ancient era of messaging around public health and he was just flat out wrong about how you do that 
and is he and it was dangerous and inappropriate and what was he correct about correct in terms of what he was messaging yeah what did how he, get, he was what doing did he it? get right about he got COVID. right that it, I'd say the infectivity. And what year was what month and what year was his BLM Jim Jordan whatever thing? Because I'd like to know historically. I remember where I was. I was driving was, to the Burbank Airport, was screaming at everyone 20 in the car. Or twenty one is the question in my mind. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Um, Infectious. So the infectivity rate, uh, uh-huh. th- and that I got it flat out wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he understood how infectious it was. He understood that it was going to kill a lot of people, which was true, and he decided that the only way that he could impact on that was by deluding people into the idea they were all going to die. That was an extremely dangerous, extremely inappropriate way to approach this. So did he get masks right? Almost. (laughs) The answer is no. All right. Did he get the six-foot distance part? Got it right from the standpoint of who that it was the party line. It was categorically wrong. No, did he get it right or wrong? Wrong. Okay. Did he get closing of schools? Wrong. Which he now does this, oh, shucks, I didn't say anything. You know, people did what they did. Thank God there's that video of me taking on that school board guy. How about closing businesses? He legitimately didn't do that. That was... That was our governor. He said he was trying to get a month of lockdown, and that was wrong also. But, but he never came out against correct, anything. He could, have, correct. he could have done for COVID True. what Michelle and Barack Obama could do for race relations, but won't. Because somehow they like their position and they profit off it. Um, so that's Co- sad to me. He, he could have changed things for the better. And to this day, he could change things to the, for the better. July 2020. Yeah. That's when I was out. Yeah. That's early. Yeah, six months in. Not even that. Yeah, six months in. Yeah. Um, so then... Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's like four months in, really. Because March was the was the Chinese... They stopped the Chinese uh, flights. Yeah, listen, whatever it is, is I had no idea who Fauci is, and I had no thoughts about questioning his ability... I just heard him get grilled one time and went, okay, now he's compromised it, and I'm out. It makes me feel better. And, and I also will, 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 I will not be ignoring what he says from this day forth, but when he starts bloviating about lab leaks or compromised immunity or whatever it is, I will have a big fat grain of salt in my mouth <laughs> listening with one eyebrow raised because I don't believe him. Yes. It Colonel, doesn't mean. Very raised, like Colonel Clink raised. Yes. It doesn't mean he's not right about whatever it is he's saying, but I will question everything he says. Well, actually, it makes me feel better about myself because that means that by around fall, I was sort of with you. Uh-huh. Fall of 2020. All right. So we didn't. Closing schools, uh, masking, uh, any uh, comp, uh, natural immunity. Wrong. Vaccines. Hmm. Let's give him a maybe. He lied. He, then he sort he, of he, came around. Yeah, he never really took a... He, he was wisely unclear about that, I'd say. And so the grade I would give him, I guess I'd give him a D plus or something. But Certainly he also lied. Than, I mean, he did a lot of lying. Yes, I, uh, yes he, he did. He, it's not what you want in that. And Rochelle Walensky. I don't know what she was doing. I mean, my just, son crosses off every day before he goes to Camp Wanachuka. And uh, that morning, I told him, take the kayak off the roof of the Jeep. We're not going. <laughs> the kayak. Can I speak as a mother? 
When I said they should reopen schools in front of the CDC banner and the step and repeat, I was not speaking as the head of the CDC. I was speaking as a mother when that was a private opinion. And then I was told by the teachers unions that I was wrong because they all are epidemiologists. And now I've changed my ways. They all fucking lied. They lied. It's embarrassing and it's scary. Well, it's in a way that. And then you do the, oh, well, the people are questioning science. They question the journalists, question. This is very dangerous. I would call it very pragmatic since you fucking idiots got every single thing wrong and lied. This it wasn't is, just all this fucking shit for the guy from the dive. We didn't know what we knew. We didn't knew what we know back then. No, no, no. Lying. Lying. Vinay Prasad has been hammering on this lately. Is they, they've, the same thing with the Harvard thing. They're not, these are political appointees. Yes. These are not Do high not quality, to not high quality scientists. They don't, they either don't have publications or they have plagiarism in their back. Whatever it is, these are political appointments. And boy, if you run your life based on what they tell you, that's kind of dangerous. Well, pardon me, but. Most Americans sit around and say this Fauci and the head of the CDC, whatever they're telling you, you should listen. I was that person. Right. I didn't know. And well, now listen, we know. I, she did us a favor. What I did is I went, uh, all right, he's compromised because he won't say Black Lives Matter rallies are not good. And she's compromised because she's waxing on about her son in his, in his camp. <laughs> Do we have that clip? Let's all just have a laugh. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, you're no good, and oh you're no good. Who else is no have good? ready to hand. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I love this clip. With regard to camp, <laughs> I have a 16-year-old. Every day, every year, he comes home from camp, and he writes the number of days until he returns to camp That's the next autism. year. This year, it got to zero, and I told him he wasn't going. I want our kids back in camp. Uh, you do? We now have 38,000 new infections on average uh, per day. Last May 11th. Camp, oh, can we argue that camp would be the best place for a kid to go? 100%. A 16-year-old oh my God. exercise, Stay sunshine. outside, yeah. Open the cabins up, air. So I look at her and I go, okay, she's lying. So uh, now I no longer have to listen to you. Hmm. And doing a lot of damage oh. because there's fucking dumb housewives. But see, that's look, if part. everyone thought that's like a... me, we'd be living in a fucking utopia. <laughs> That goes without saying. It's a bunch of dumb yentas listening to this lying bitch going, oh, shit, I was going to send my kid to camp. But now I'm not going to do this so thing. Many people this thing that would have been good for them. This Instead, the we'll part. just lock them down and they can watch porn on their tablet and play <laughs> video games in a dark room and get fucking more depressed and it's spun up on fentanyl. It's still this. Fucking lying, dangerous people that were supposed to just move on just turn the page still people they saved a million lives what do you you want those million people to die what's wrong with you they they did they did they did what they had to do yeah i know this is the this is the conundrum we are stuck between right now yeah people who literally believe that and people who say uh there were better ways to have done this without harming so many people and they will not hear you saying that they'll just hear you you want a million people to die cannot appoint people into positions of power that are politically motivated like you said and that's who all these people were and then we just paid the price for it Mm. as their subjects we got it you know barbara ferrer and and, and by the way and and what you guys really did to yourself is if something real comes down the pike two-thirds of this country is not going to listen to your lying ass that's the problem that's the real i think two-thirds of this country can do it better on their own 
Yes. You know what I mean? All right. Grand Junction, Colorado, Mesa Theater, January 26th and 27th. Two shows. Then off to Estes Park, Colorado. Stanley Hotel. Big, beautiful. Historical Hotel. Not The Shining, but inspired The Shining, January 27th. Two shows. Naples, Florida, off the hook. January, I should say February, 2nd and 3rd. Let's go to com for all the live shows. What do you got, Drew? just realized something I've never asked for from the Corolla faithful, which is uh, sign up to my Rumble channel. Mm. Uh, subscribe there. You'll get a lot of good material. Check it out. So, until next time, Adam Corolla for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy Christmas classics like Scrooge with Bill Murray or Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Plus, dive into festive channels like holiday movie favorites by Lifetime or Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy our season's greetings category with nine holiday channels, including holiday movie favorites by Lifetime, Festive Fireplace, Holiday Lights, and Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never.